That's the new theme song. My name is Quentin, and this is Nobody Dances Here. And joining me today on the dance floor are Michelle, Brooklyn-based jeweler, artist, and all-around creative. How are you doing, Michelle? Hello. Meg Mora, Brooklyn-based marketing director who just moved here from Chicago not too long ago. Good to be here, man. Yeah. And uh, my super bestie, Alexa, <laughs> Brooklyn-based, kind of your bread, PR girl trying to make the world a little bit better one day at a time. I'm great. <laughs> well, I actually want to see how everyone's doing. So we're going to do a little round of tipping the scale. So oh on a scale of Tiffany Haddish <laughs> to Melania Trump, Ooh. how was your day? <laughs> Michelle? Oh, <laughs> all right. These are just such polar opposites right now. I, I'm like, I'm really in the middle. Um... I would have to say, I'm just leaning towards, mm, I don't want to say Melania Trump. I don't want to go there. That's not yes. somewhere Nobody I want to go. Nobody wants to go there. It's a struggle fest. I'm just going to go more towards Tiffany Haddish because, like, that's my girl. And, you know, this week's about to get better going out to L.A. So I'm going to go on the positive side of things. Okay. Um, you know, the devil tried to take my shine this week and tried to get me in my Melania Trump days, but I ain't gonna let him win. And I'm gonna claim the Tiffany Haddish as well. I'm just gonna claim goodness, happiness, and a better week next week. Yeah, claim that. Claim Try that. it again. Claim that. Yeah. How about you, Mick? I'm good. I had a great week. But what happened with Melania Trump? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I mean, know, generally, I feel like her weeks probably aren't good. She's struggling. Right. Okay. No, I had a, I, I was very Tiffany Haddish. I was like jumping over red velvet ropes and in the know, same dress, taking my shoes off, just at the mic. Just I was doing the most this week. It was a good week. That's awesome. good. I, I definitely feel like I'm in a little bit of a Melania Trump phase. <laughs> Uh, well, we're not going to claim that, though. <laughs> we ain't going that low. Well, I believe in I don't know what's happening, but hopefully my upcoming week will be better. Yes. Claim so, it. Yeah, claim it. All yes. right, so we got some things to talk about in pop culture Okay. to kick things off before we talk about toxic masculinity. What a very serious topic that's going to be. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, but let's ease into it and start with pop culture first. So, uh... Be Beyonce and Jay Z, my girl, not my girl. Uh, no. Ooh, listen. On the Run tour is officially happening. It's happening. The, the Hive is coming for you, man. Why? Is I am the girl? president and the CEO of the Hive. Everyone who knows me knows this. So I got those pre-sale tickets faster than I could snap my fingers. How much? Shout out to my boo for helping me out and getting the tickets because I was in a meeting at 9 a.m. when they went on sale. Booze matter. That's love right Booze there. Booze matter. Yes. Yes. Good job. Everybody was team Beyonce. Like everyone, everyone was like, oh, I'm so happy Jay-Z could come to support <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> to support That's how I feel at every Beyonce like, literally. on tour. Yes. 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 Oh no! So. I just uh, on the run. The first tour, I saw that on HBO. Mm-hmm. It was like it if Beyonce wasn't on stage, it was time to get a snack. Like I don't understand why Jay Z would keep doing that. I mean, I don't know. It's funny because I felt the same way, especially as a fan of hers, like such a big fan of hers. But I went to his concert at um, Made in America and I realized that I was actually way more of a Jay-Z fan than I had anticipated like I knew way more songs than like I knew I knew and it was actually like a really great show and I went to the first On The Run tour show as well so I had a lot of fun I've seen Jay-Z a couple times once with Justin Timberlake why oh, was he with Justin Timberlake? No, he he played at the he played at Soldier Field in Chicago. With Justin. I mean, he had a tour. They had a tour with Justin Timberlake. But I've, and I've seen Beyonce a couple times. And honestly, 
I'm I'm holding out for the Destiny's Child reunion too. Oh yes. my god! Until then, oh. like, is that I'm really good. gonna happen though? I mean, probably not. But I don't know why it wouldn't happen. Oh like, my what, gosh! What are we waiting? for? I feel like that. we're gonna get it's, something at Coachella. It's like if the Supremes, if the Supremes were 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 in their in their age and ability to put on a show, a, a reunion tour. Why wouldn't they do it? And that's what Destiny's Child is to our generation. So where is it? What that or Danny Decane? Listen, Danny to come I back. Need my what? girl Dawn to come back. Well, they. Uh, <laughs> I I heard recently that they patched things up. Oh my god, Donnie, amazing. Donnie, uh, Don and uh, Aubrey. Aubrey. Okay, great. She's she's that, married to DJ Polly D. So yeah. like that's incredible. Yeah. That's like two crazy like pop culture like yeah. m- melting together. Yeah. I love it. So that is love it. that is not even comparable. We need Michelle and we need Kelly and we need Beyonce need on stage. Big no. Money was like, no, I no, will no, no, not. No. If this is gonna be a Destiny's <laughs> Child, I want Latavia and La- oh, Latoya, Latoya and. Keep Farrah Keep away. Farrah. Farrah Ain't nobody work. need no Farrah. No. no. She was on drugs all time. I need that allegedly. fashion inspiration in my life again. Yeah. Like, I need it. Like the Survivor video. Yes. We need all that. No, I change. I'm not Melania Trump. I'm Michelle Williams from Survivor. Oh, Michelle Williams. She was on Survivor. That's a not the show, the song. Oh, okay. Big oh, <laughs> money. Nick you money. are not a DC3 fan if no, you ask that. Wait up. Hold on. You know she's from Rockford. Yeah, I know she's from Rockford. You didn't know that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I met her at the Carasotis Theater on East State Street, or whatever that street is, in Rockford, Illinois. And um, it, basically, we went to the movies together. Just once. So you oh, went on a date with Michelle? And yeah, I was just about to I say. I mean, I never acknowledged, I never Are called it a date, but a lot, of, a lot of people were, you know, might have called it a date. Wow. I'm, in, I'm impressed. Wow. Hmm. Make money. I hope she's doing better now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this week, <laughs> Ava DuVernay and Ryan Coogler made history becoming the first two people of color to helm the top two most popular commercially successful films in America. I'm doing my Wakanda hand over chest. But uh, right yeah, now. everyone's doing the Wakanda thing, but uh, no shade. But I heard that A Wrinkle in Time sucks. I, oh, really? I heard that it wasn't It wasn't a showstopper. Really? I mean, it's not. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, so I heard that it wasn't Black Panther. That's like what how it was related to me. But, but nothing and what is Black nothing Panther. That was like prom night for me. Oh my God, it was amazing. Quentin I, and I went to that together. And Miguel was there. too. Hello. Was there. No, I, was I wore a suit. Big Buddy wore a suit. <laughs> I wore a suit. <laughs> and I couldn't even sit with the group. Quentin had me Quentin had me because exiled from the you group. You know this that you did not get your ticket on time. Crazy. I heard. I sat I had to sit in a separate group alone. Alone. Only after I was on great behavior for the entire dinner did Quentin summon me up to sit with the cool kids in the theater. Wait, were you the only non-African person there? <laughs> no. No, there was a few others. Yeah, um, my yeah. husband is one quarter Moroccan, though. I'll tell you what. Oh. So I'll tell you what. Dang. I'm zero. I'm zero percent yeah. British, as far as I know. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Ooh. 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 Should we go around? How's everybody else doing? <laughs> there goes the tea. He I think you need to give the people a little background he about is that. Referencing, and we'll talk about this in a later show. He's referencing <laughs> the fact that I went to 23andMe to get my DNA results, and these assholes told me I was 16% British. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Claim your oh, heritage, baby. G'day. Days before I went to go see Black Panther. <laughs> I was like, let me put this African cloth shirt back and I wore something else. But you know, no, but seriously, on a serious note, I got into like the biggest Facebook argument I've gotten in sent in a non-election year about Black Panther with these people who just couldn't understand. I re- all I did was I called it like a historical film achievement, right? And I, I also saw said, that post when you first posted it. And, and the other thing I did was I said, if you deny it's a historic film achievement and you're white, then that is white privilege. And people mm. lost their lost their minds and couldn't understand why it was a historic film achievement. And they would say Big things like, woke. "Anyone that battles with me on Facebook is somebody that I went to high school with." And I'm just right. like, you know what? We're done here. These were like people that lived, you know, near my high school. And, and somebody said, <laughs> see, "They see? didn't go to high school." There's they, no, the yeah. first problem. They just. I feel like I it. like I don't reply to Facebook comments, but if yeah. I see some foolery, it's always somebody from Middle America. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like Jeff no Ray, but. But You know what they told me? They said if you want to say that it's historic because it gave black kids a superhero to look up to, then fine. And my whole point was 
that is the privilege that you have because it didn't just give black kids a black superhero to look up to. It gave me and everybody a black superhero to look up to. And the fact that you would think that this only applies to or it's only relevant to black kids just shows how privileged you are because you've never thought about representation. representation. Yeah. But that also reminds me of a funny story of my uh, best friend. Um, When Obama won the election, before we found out they won the election, me and my friend Michelle... Uh, we're hanging out in my dorm room, just like really excited, like, oh my gosh, we might have like the first black Destiny president child. or whatever. Michelle. And so, um, not just <laughs> Michelle Constantine now, she'll kill me. People didn't know they were friends. Um, so they announced that he won, and so we were about to, we we're running towards Millennium Park, and she says to me, Quentin, I'm so happy for you. And then I had this moment where I was just like, well, Michelle, I'm happy for you too. Right. And she's like, oh yeah. I have a black president too. So just like, yeah. oh my gosh. I mean, I think that came from a place of like her just being super excited, knowing, you know, your plight as a black man. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely to your point, Nick, I think people, you know, they don't necessarily associate a person that's, you know, filled with like superhero qualities or like of goodness or, you know, saving the world as someone who's black. So, right. Yeah. It's a great point. Appreciate you sticking up for the culture. Well, I'm just saying, even if it didn't make a billion dollars, it would have been a historic film achievement. But it did make a billion dollars. Let's let's give that tea. A few like Wakanda snaps right there. Snap it to the mic. All the snaps. All the snaps. All the snaps. (laughs) So, I really should have done the tip the scale game with Katy Perry. I mean, because she's wanted. having a rough <laughs> one, oh. rougher than Melania Trump. So fans are blaming Katy Perry on social media for the death of a nun who was suing Ooh. her. How old was the nun, though? Eighty-nine years old. So what? So that's Katy Perry's fault. I mean, Listen. yes. But what happened? First of all, you should probably—I don't yes. even know if everybody okay. knows. So as you know. The person most involved in this case. <laughs> I'm so dedicated to it. I mean, honestly, I saw the I saw the um the news headline, and I was just like, I have to read further into this. And it was just like, none drops dead in court based on Katy Perry. And so that um, sounds like they like played Katy Perry in the right, in the courtroom. Right. <laughs> I kissed a girl. <laughs> oh my god! Get the defibrillator. Yeah, and somebody dropped dead. No, so the nun, um, she was suing Katy Perry. She was living in a convent. Katy Perry was buying the rights to the property in court. The nun dropped dead from stress, but in the courtroom <laughs> from stress. And so it oh like god. But it was guys don't laugh. It was all over the news, like news publications in LA, and it was like like you know sister something something, and they were just outside the courtroom, like just so mad at Katy Perry, and so yeah, she's she's just Katy Perry. Also, just messy. did you hear what Katy Perry did on American Idol this past week? She was on panel, and this uh, young man, uh, I guess, sang a song. I, I didn't watch the show; I just saw the clip of it afterwards. And so the kid was bragging about how he was saving his first kiss for the first woman that he takes on a date. So really cute, really virginal, whatever. So Katy Perry like invites him to come forward and she tells him to kiss him on the cheek. As he leans forward to kiss him on the cheek, she quickly turns towards him and he ends up kissing her on the mouth. Yeah, And she's like, yeah, she did it to trick him. And he was like visibly upset. Yeah, like girl. I would be too. I you like, are my type. This is okay. We have a, another person in the Me Too movement. Like, right? God damn, Katie. Listen, the Me Too movement is not just just for ladies. It's for dudes too. too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You don't know, man. I, what? What? I don't know. I don't know. Like, you don't know what? Let's talk I mean, about it, Meg. I'm just saying, like, this kid lived a dream. You know. Life is, is like that sounds is, like a fucking nightmare to me. Whose dream is to kiss Katy Perry? Yeah. I don't, what I, really? I don't really make money. Katy Perry's attractive. I'm not into it. Versus unattractive. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. Mm. You're one of those people that likes mm. to find like treasure I mean, in dumpsters. Katy Perry. <laughs> oh Katy God. Perry. Oh. You like to recycle. Oh, oh, come on, man. All right. Come on, man. trash. Well, I, mean, I think Katy gets a bad rap. I think Katie gives herself a bad rap. She did. Damn. Have, she did have an emotional moment where she like 
shaved her head and tried yeah. to put out an album. The album was bad. Well, right. she was saying she AKA was like, the celebrity status is just too hard for me. She had a Kesha moment. She had like a big Kesha moment. Ah, uh-uh, no, we're not gonna put Kesha. No, <laughs> please don't. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. But that's what we're, we're not gonna do. Kesha's she invented glitter, so we're not gonna even. No. Oh, uh, okay. So I've shut that down. I'm sorry. No, no, it's it's fine. I'm just saying, Katy Perry. I just think Kesha got attacked and was like. Yeah, her horrible her things were happening sucks. to her. Yeah. yeah, Katie is just her privilege is reeking. Right, she yeah. wanted black people to calmly, in a very friendly tone, explain to her why she shouldn't appropriate culture. So I have That's nothing right. for her. So That's she right. can go kick rocks with bare feet. Deuces. Yeah. I mean, the nuns are coming for her. So <laughs> the, <laughs> you can't. the last ones that she wants oh to come for you, Jesus, because they <laughs> listen. They are sending up all of the prayers to all of the saints to come I and mean, strike that's just, her down. Yeah, this you just don't like, want I that. I wonder if the nun was like, you know what? My inhuman form. I can't really get this bitch to love me like transform. <laughs> See, this is total. This is clickbait. This is like, we're not gonna. Not a lot of people. We're not gonna sell a lot of ads if the headline is "89-year-old woman dies," because like that's just shit that happens. Yeah. Okay. But if Katy Perry was in the room, yeah, then Katie guess what? Perry. It was probably Katy Perry's fault. It was probably Katy Perry who what? made this 89-year-old woman. Yeah, but then if you just wrote Katy Perry, no one would click on it. Exactly. Exactly. You see those American Idol ratings? You need the bombs over Baghdad. Yeah. Well. I don't understand this next one. Oh, snap. Chat. Mm-hmm. They are. Should I explain this one? Please explain yes. it. So essentially, Snapchat um, ran an ad and they are facing really intense backlash. Um, it's a really offensive ad that um, basically said, um, would you rather slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown and post both of their faces within the ad? And it was obviously incredibly offensive knowing those two's history. And um, people just were outraged and started kind of like a social movement against Snap. And essentially they lost another 800 million in market value. But then this comes after um, the Kylie Jenner statement, like her basically saying that she doesn't want to use Snap anymore. She doesn't like the new format. And um, really crazy i mean I understanding never. like i hear there's a lot of people on social that are basically saying like well it wasn't snapchat's ad like another you know partner posted it on snapchat they didn't create the ad but it did get approved to run on there so i think that's a bit of you know an issue so is this like a poll that took place like kind of so yeah it was like one of those ads where it was like a game and it was like a like a pole game. I don't even know what the game was, <laughs> but it just basically said, "Would you rather slap me on or thug life?" You know yeah, what? Yeah, I mean it's incredible. Yeah, I just put on my sunglasses. For <laughs> Listen, it just—I I have no yeah, idea. I have no idea the background of how it came to be, but it just reeks of probably you had a room full of you probably had a room full of white guys that approved that. that oh yeah, because that's what happens notorious. all the time. You, you have all the time a room, a smoke-filled room, and you don't have representation from certain ethnicities or certain gender, and yeah. then you end up with some of the stupidest, worst stuff. It's Women's History Month, stupidest and this is what worst. you're rolling with in yeah. terms of your ad. And Rihanna came out on Instagram, and she was like, throw out the whole appology. Oh, and you like, ain't got to say that, but a one-time Riri. Yeah, oh, I Riri. Didn't, I wasn't effing with Snapchat either. I, I, the reason why I said effing is because I just remembered that you, you told your parents to listen. Yeah, I told Well, I my be- parents have hotty mouths, but I mean, I my just mom. want, I just, you know. Do you guys hear Britney in the background? Yes. Hi, Britney. It's Britney. It sounds like not it's Kanye. Britney. But you know what I think is oh. interesting, though? When it comes to Snapchat, they're in a lull right now. I think it's really interesting how much influence an influencer has. Yep. And you see that with both the examples you, you talked about. But I also, when when I hear about like, oh, the stock dipped and did all this because of a redesign or people are leaving the, the, the app because of a redesign, I really wonder how much 
to, to really care about that because I am old enough to remember so many times when Facebook would redesign its mm -hmm. its layout yeah, totally. and people would freak out and it would take weeks or months. I remember when Facebook chat that, came out. I was like, like, what are you out. doing? Right. But you know what I mean? People come back though. Like there's something valuable that totally. people like about the platform. But then I wonder, it's like a Snapchat having like a moment, like a Chris Jenner moment of like no press is bad or like no press is bad press. Like, but bad press is yeah, good press. Yeah, exactly. Chris Jenner moment. So people are emotional and, and markets are emotional. So when but you see yeah. something like that, it's like, is it going to last long or yeah. is it just more publicity? In but the I don't necessarily. Exactly. Like, is it the publicity? Because it's like, this is damaging. It's not cool. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think they're in the space where like they could afford a Christian moment because I feel like the market, the consumer, yeah. the user is just very, very savvy now. Like we're not people that are going to go to an app and like, you know, not be like mindful of like the content that goes on there, or the content that we ingest that's on there. So. That's true. Yeah. yeah, especially the young people, especially it's, their young, yes. their audience, their their real core audience. Mm -hmm. These kids, you know, they they are not here for the Rihanna jokes. No, they're no. Shout they, out they to are all not here for it. Generation right. Z is not. Listen, not, they're not taking any not, shit. Or they shouldn't. They're tired. Shout out mm -hmm. to all the young folks that went out and did their school walkouts this week yes. to protest the NRA. Yep. Yes, and I you applaud all, you. Wait, we also have to give a shout out to someone else who did a walkout, um, Vanessa Trump. Listen. Filing oh. for a divorce. Oh. Sweetie said, she said, I was, she she's said, like, after she I got that package with the white powder, she's like, I'm done. I'm oh, that done. was her? I'm done. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She yeah. said she doesn't you know even what? want the coin. She's having a Tiffany Haddish moment. That's yeah. what she's having. She's you know what she said? She said, I'm ready to write my book. Yep. I'm ready Coins. to write Book my deal. book, and book that's what deal. a lot of people in that whole situation, that whole big house on Pennsylvania Avenue, are going to be doing, writing a lot of books. Yep. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, enough of that pop culture mess. Mm. Let's get to today's topic. Um, toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. Ooh, all right. Michelle, what is toxic masculinity? All right. So in a nutshell, toxic masculinity is basically the way that patriarchy is negatively affecting men. Um, you know, New York Times a few days ago, or a few weeks ago rather, they came out with an article about like boys being broken, um, just in ways that we're not enabling boys from a young age to get in touch with their vulnerability, their emotions, and we're teaching them that the only emotions that they can have are anger. And it's leading to a lot of problems down the line. Um, that's interesting yeah. because um, I see a therapist. I'm, I'm bold enough to be honest with that. Yeah. And he says that um, particularly men, but just general people in general, but especially men, they don't recognize his three negative emotions. Those emotions are anger, fear, and sadness. Yeah. Mm. Anger tends to so be strong. the easiest one to identify, but sadness and fear, like people mm. want to admit to. Yeah. I think that's a, a, a difficulty for everyone, but especially, you know, speaking of this topic, I feel like for men of color, I feel like that's a very, very strong and, and prevalent issue in the community because they're taught to be so hard, so strong, so defensive at all times to protect themselves and survive in their, you know, culture and in their communities. So, yeah, toxic ma masculinity is trash. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> In a nutshell. And that's exactly it's it. Trash. Like, it's this idea trash. of emasculation through, like, you know, if you relate to anything feminine or it's just, you know, if you are in a conversation with a guy and they're like, oh, if I was there, I would have, like, I would have, like, punched that dude for you. It's like, that's not the way to handle it. Like, violence isn't the answer, but, like, we're growing up in this social, you know, situation that's telling us this is how... We need to react. This is how we need to be. Make money. This is this is my question because I work with a lot of brands that like are trying to figure out how to market themselves, especially in this type of climate, right? In the Me Too era, that is a few months old. And a lot of brands and a lot of people, individuals, will talk about redefining masculinity. Yeah. My question is. Do we need to redefine what it means to be masculine or do we need to recalibrate the the relationship between masculinity and femininity? You know what I'm saying? Like some people they're like, oh, cerebral oh if, with it. If you're masculine, like it shouldn't be that you're like it shouldn't be that you're um, 
you know, the, like femininity, people think about emotion, right? And processing of emotion. Masculinity, people think about, oh, I'm going to be physical like... Physical strength. Physical strength and all these different things. Right. Is it really about we need to redefine one or is it that you need to embrace both and understand how both can work together? Make money. I, I think it I run. Just I hate the labels. Goals. I'm so yeah. sick of the labels. Masculine and feminine. Like, just be. Like, everyone has yeah. both sides to them. Uh-huh. Like, I made Meg a mocha latte. Yeah. When he came in, that shit was delicious. Del- yeah, I got delicioso. my Martha Stewart on. Mm-hmm. I brought, I bought flowers from but Whole Foods. But is that Foods. attributed to being feminine? No, and that's it doesn't my have fem- to be. But that's my feminine side, and yeah. I love that side. Yeah. yeah. But also, I went what about- beast mode at the gym yesterday, but wait. and that was my masculine side. Okay, yeah. but what you about? Know what I'm yeah. But Quentin, what about making me a, a latte, uh-huh. a chocolate almond latte? What about that yeah, is that feminine? Almond. What's feminine? Exactly. That's I'm point. saying there's a duality with everyone. Uh-huh. But everybody is saying they're saying that like there should be a way to be vulnerable. There should be a way to kick into both sides without you feeling emasculated. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's you can exist in both worlds, but like being emasculated shouldn't be in the equation. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like how can we be in like, both I worlds? Like I feel like, like mm-hmm. men particularly feel like to have anything even remotely feminine means that their whole situation is not masculine. Yeah, mm-hmm. tough That's what I'm and saying. Like and I feel like women also perpetuate exist. that, you know, like, yeah. or kind of like bring that out in men because they feel like, or they'll say like, oh, I want a strong man. I want a like man that like, you know, yeah. will protect me and take care of me as a partner. And not embrace the fact that this man may not be strong 365 days out of the year yeah. and that's okay and it's a crazy right. concept because it's like this vicious cycle because when you do that you're also making it seem that like men can't understand women you're making right. it seem like we don't exist in the same world so it's something that you want you want this strong man but you also want him to understand you and your emotions and everything that you need so it's like right. there needs to be a happy medium here right but also, uh, this just like popped into my head. And gender binaries are like, this is, it's so, you know. Also, the irrelevant. kids, the kids are not here for it. Gender the, the Snapchat kids, now. they are not. Gen Z does not, Love they're not them. here for they it. They don't Love identify them. as like, oh, I'm 100% male or I'm 100% uh, straight or I'm 100% homosexual. They yeah, see it as a spectrum. Right. Right. Non-binary. Right. They're non-binary. They're gender living fluid. their best lives. But how about, because uh, I'm not Gen Z, even though I appreciate Gen Z, I'm an older millennial. Um, I think with my generation and Generation X and even with the baby boomers mm-hmm. in the gay community, there's a stigma against men who aren't masculine yeah, enough. Yeah. Like it's not sexy. I, think I was having this conversation the other day. I feel like our generation is kind of at like the midpoint between the like Gen Z like people that are like super like forward thinking very progressive and then also are like baby boomer parents so they grew up in households that were men run they like you know had like their mothers at home like and let me not generalize that's not everyone's background but for the majority of that generation that's what they experienced and that's what their experience with you know the relationship between men and women was and I feel like we're in the middle of that, that we're trying to bake, break free of that, but we still have those values because that's what we were raised with in some way, yeah. many of us. So it's a little difficult. Yeah. Things but are changing. Fast. Men, They're changing real fast. It's hot to have emotions. It's hot to it be is. in touch with, you know, your feelings. I appreciate that. Or just so. right now our system is flawed because it's it's setting like women up right now too to be victims and mm-hmm. men to be victimizers without even right. knowing they're being right. victimizers. Right. Yep. Like they'll turn around and they'll be like, but I didn't even know I was doing that. And that's what the, the broader aspect of toxic masculinity is, is it's that we're in this situation where men are like, I don't even know that I'm doing it. It's so subconscious. It's so ingrained in them. And that's why it's so important. You that have, we have to like, unlearn that. Yeah. Yep. You're unlearning what you've been taught yep. by mom dad things that you saw at home but they are changing and that's why you know bringing up you know the generation below us is so important because they have like they have fire underneath them and they're like no we're changing this is yeah things yeah. are different well, that was a deep 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 we can get deep on i like the show. Go deep. we still said. dancing but we, we go deep you know. <laughs> cc janet jackson yeah <gasps> <gasps> that's a jam mike we oh <laughs> 
CC Michelle Williams. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, can we tell your Michelle Williams story really quickly? What was my Michelle Williams story? That you, you guys dated? With her? No, so I, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to call it a date. A lot okay, of people. Okay, so now you don't want to call it. No, a date. I never called it a date. Just you know, people onlookers, people have to have to have a narrative to explain what they see. And if you see me and Michelle in line at the Curacao's Eight on East State Street, then Shy you time. might think like, oh, they're on a date. Michelle Williams is my queen. I love her so yeah, much. Love. Shout out to my my homie Millard Washington, who is her cousin that I went to school with, who hooked us up on that date. Ooh. Oh. Shout him out. Yeah. yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a date at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Big money. I'm about to go to the shade room with they this. Pseudo dated, they pseudo dated. Pseudo dated. Yes. <laughs> they pseudo dated. Not a real date, but everything else. Everything else happened. All right. Well, well we got to talk about other things that have happened. And yeah. um, in this segment, you know, new segment, because we always change things up here and nobody dances here. <sighs> it's called Things You Should Fucking Know. So in this segment, these are just things that you cannot not know. Like yeah. you have to know this information or you will be wasting everyone's time. Or we're going to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go. Donald Trump. Ooh. Hold on. I have to vomit really <laughs> Right. Excuse just me. Just the two words alone uh, make me sick. So Donald Trump yelled at everyone on the internet again, again. writing in all caps that the GOP-led investigation found after 14 months, no evidence of collusion with Russia. They're also, he fired everybody. It. Right. Yeah. So please yeah. tell me why. <laughs> tell why? me why. Please, yes. <laughs> Listen, don't. Just went for it. Like, I just don't understand. There's just so many questions. I need him. No answer. I don't care if we end up with Pence. I want Donald Trump out. I oh need him God. gone. I it's feel not like he happen. just like. Why don't you think you don't it's going to happen? So, make money. There's no way it's going to happen. Well, I kind of agree with you because There's I no feel way. like I agree. he's done every single thing under you the sun. Do. And he already told you he could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and it doesn't matter. It like the Russia thing. I think the I think the whole Russia thing from the beginning has been a distraction. And I'm sorry. I know. I'm I gonna, I know I'm going to like literally. People are like cursing me out right now as they're listening to this. Because you but, voted for him. But good luck. Oh. If, if, what, because I, what? You voted for him? No, I didn't vote for, oh, for Trump. Are you no. kidding me? Wait, I thought there was like an article about you know Latinos better. who voted for Donald Trump. A third of all, a listen, third of, a third of Latinos. Your photo you know was what? on the article. You know it was what? Like you, Meg. You know what? Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to drop Mike. Like, no, I'm walking out. I'm leaving. Bye. Red hat, I'm smiling. Wow. And I'm gone. I, they had me in a little red hat. They had me in a little yeah. red hat selling uh, elotes uh, and, uh, and voting for Trump. Is that what you said? And the wow. I see you went there, Quinn. The mayo. That's Quinn really went there. He said, put the red powder on my corn and stop voting for Trump ASAP. Yeah, I did. No, for real, though. This is the thing. Of Look. The Russian needs thing. to disable the you know, caps lock on his computer because he's just going off he's just, on, he's not on like, He doesn't know he's how to operate like, a computer. Argh. Wait, can we get real for a second? Yeah, okay, yes, sorry. Do you think in 2016 was the first time another country tried to mess with our election? No. Absolutely no. not. But what do you think was, what I think, and this is so simple to me, it's so simple. There's one person that was running for president that all the polls said could lose to this guy named Donald Trump. There was only one human running for president with a serious chance of being the nominee who could lose to Trump. And that's the person we nominated. And then when they lose, it's like, oh, we got to do this whole Russia thing. Meanwhile, he's getting ready for 20. He, they're getting ready for this summer or the, the midterms. Yeah. And he's getting ready for 2020. And who do we even know who's going to like step up? Like who's going to beat Donald Trump right. in 2020? You tell me who's going to be Donald Trump. Right. In Stop making We don't know. Right. I know. I just started gulping. Damn like, it, man. I'm just saying the Russia thing. This who is cares? A, this isn't like, a happy they're episode. Saying, first sorry, they said, guys. they said, oh, oh, it's about to be. Deep. Just wait. Just well, wait. Oh, they said, oh, Russia deeper. spent. Toxic masculinity. First they yeah. said Russia spent $100,000 on Facebook. <laughs> oh, really? For a hundred thousand oh, really? dollars, I could go on Facebook and pay to see who's going to be to, to choose who's the next president. That doesn't make sense. Then they said, "Oh well, maybe it was like a million, one point two million. Guys, uh, we, Mark, guys, Zuck, we have to do we better. Need those receipts, 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 please. Show we me the Carfax. Have. Show me the Carfax. Yes, <laughs> we have, to, have to do All better. All of them. Okay, but we're can, gonna do better. But he's firing everybody. So that's something you should fucking know. Trump mm-hmm. is the worst. Also. It's still Women's History Month, so let's give let's it Let's go. Yes. Shout out to all my Shout queens. Shout out to the, yes, the queens. Speaking women. of, 
There's a woman that's getting interviewed tomorrow yeah. in 60 Minutes. Stormy Daniels. Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Is don't, it tomorrow? Or no, Google sorry. It. Is it tomorrow? I don't know. I it's forgot. It's the 25th. I, Big, I told my you bad. that. My bad. You told me this. <laughs> I'm just excited. I'm going to buy you two ready. TV just ready. for You're the You're Tiffany Haddish ready. I'm very ready. Yeah. Popcorn and sweatpants ready. Oh, yes. Mean, what do you think I this have... is going to do to the whole Trump situation? This is just going to make him. It's not going to do anything. I mean, it's, it's just. Good. I feel like there's something to brewing, guys. I feel I mean, like we may listen. I feel like history is going to be made. History is going to be made. And I also feel like we can't have this foolery go on forever. Like there has to be a stopping point, right? But what is the stopping point? Because like, as you know, it's like the whole Bill Clinton thing. If we, um, the like in comparison, the scandal that went down with Bill Clinton, yeah, it's happening right now with Trump. And then not, like nothing, nothing is coming of it. Everyone's like, oh. Yesterday news, like we're so desensitized. Yeah, I I am very very desensitized. Like they could say that he He bought Pornhub and I just wouldn't even. Yeah, like like well, there goes Trump doing his Trump stuff. Like oh, my subscription rate is about to go up. I know that. Uh, No, but um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Okay, but back to Women's History Month. (laughs) Because like Donald Trump, I just cannot. I can't give him any more of my breath. Oh my god! It's like I'm just Women's History Month is important, and I think it's just like we're in this time where everyone's like, "Why is it Women's History Month? When is Men's History Month? When is this movement going to be over?" It's like we need to take the time to recognize all the achievements in women in all facets of life, and none of y'all will be here without us. So we, need, we need to rewrite women into history because it's so Hold up. technology is don't amazing. come for me unless yeah. I send for you talking well, about the younger generations it's trying. like rewriting we need a place to rewrite women into the history Absolutely. it's like they need they need role models I learned this at yes. a freaking uh I forget where I was I think I was uh were you drinking listening. no okay my friend Lisa works in tech so she was speaking on a, um on a, a, a panel. panel yeah so I had to like media coach her, and then I went to go go see her. Oh yeah, Quinn's a media coach. I can I, I teach people how to do this thing. Um, but there was a presentation right after hers where these women talked about the fact that out of like ninety something statues in Central Park, not one of them is a statue of a woman. And so they have this digital website program where they like a Google Map situation where they digitally put fake statues of women and you can go through Central Park with I your phone. That. I, saw that. I love that. And I'm just in the entire so time I'm just like, how did they keep putting statues in Central Park and not one of them is a woman? I mean, and that's oh, what the dude. that's why we that's is like this women's is why we history. That's month life. Because that's why like yeah. years and years of stuff that we just as men, at least me, for years and years I just didn't see it because Well I didn't see it. And I'm in Central Park all the time. I'm just like, until she said it, I yeah, was it like, wait. Dawn on you and you're like, I actually wait. like didn't believe her. I Googled it. And that's it. why I said we need to rewrite women in a history because it has so much to do with the, like the opportunities and the self-respect for like, you know, young women growing up. Like we need to see this. We need this to be like our inspiration. Right. And I feel it like. It diminishes dreams if you don't have these role models. I mean, you have yeah. role models, but if you don't see this stuff in like your textbooks and history, you don't see it in Central Park. You're right. just like, yeah. that has a huge subconscious effect on like the development of young women and like this is our time mm-hmm. yeah. our you know this time. this is a total tangent but the statue thing just made me think of it real quick you know most of the statues like in in roman history and whatnot they're white only because marble is white mm-hmm. and they used to be painted so like if you're if you're an ancient mediterranean roman like oh, caesar yeah. Yeah, yeah. caesar yeah. was julius caesar was probably not like pasty white he was probably more of like an olive or tan or brown complexion uh-huh. mm-hmm. but and and those statues were all painted but then over hundreds and thousands of years, mm-hmm. the paint goes away, it fades away, it chips away, and marble happens to be white. Right. And so it's just funny how it's our... rewrite their history. Yeah, and our, our education and our, our world they would like shaped by that. chop the noses off of the statues yeah. in Egypt so we wouldn't know that... There's also right. a correlation on why the statues' penis sizes are really small because that used to be a sign of power. It was. I was an art history major. Okay, on that note... <laughs> You go, we're sis. Gonna, we're going <laughs> to segue away from that. <laughs> like Steve Wozniak. Ooh. Okay. Um, we have a section, an advice column, if you will. Oh. Uh, if you're interested in getting advice from us or you have questions or comments, you can hit us up at nobody4747 
literally just dial nobody the word 4747-662-639-4747. We have our first... Our first caller. I'm really excited. Wow. People have been waiting for it. Okay. So uh, let's see what uh, what this person has to ask us. Mr. Nobody, I'm a, a late 30s, early 40s gentleman who's just gotten out of a. a a long marriage and I'm re-entering finding myself dating a lot of women who have expectations or desires of me and I really don't have any need for uh, you know there's nothing there's no need that I have that a relationship fulfills I already have everything that I need so I'm trying to understand what the point of it is even dating I get it. I, okay. I, I get I what mean, he's saying. I feel him. <laughs> What's the point of even doing Well, I'm a little confused Wait, by that really right. quickly. Uh, if I could I know. Just I wish there was a way to just like call him back and be like, what did he? Right. I have his number. We totally could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first thing Legal that pops road. out is he said that he's dating a lot of women. Yeah. But he doesn't have a purpose for dating. He has everything that he needs. Maybe so he then feels like it's why are you dating? To do. He's just because like, he wants sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if he said that he already has he has a everything biological he needs, desire. then Ooh. what's the point? What are you searching for? Right. Caller. What are Nobody? you searching for? Right, because you it sounds like yourself. a bit of like womanizing going on. It sounds like a little toxic masculinity going on. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, he wants uh, he, he wants the goods, but he, he has everything grapes. he needs. So a woman is just only good to, just you know, to be, feed just, your desires. He's living. Yeah. He's just living. Can okay. he live? He could live, but he needs to, you know, come correct. So he's okay. saying he has everything he needs. Like he feels like there's nothing he needs to gain from a relationship, but it's something that he feels like he needs to do. Obviously, we're humans. We like company. We don't do that well on our own. At least I don't. But Hold in on, a sense. I'm really going to get dissect this. I cannot wait for future episodes with you, Michelle. I know. I get really cerebral. I know. But I think that you know playing on what i said before is that if you if you have everything you need what if the person that you're dating doesn't like why don't you bring what you have into yes. into into a future right. and my point was was that he was being a bit selfish in his state selfish mother because a relationship is everything. a two-way street exactly. two-way street yes, and my yes, mama yes, always says yes, yes. a relationship she tells me this all the time dealing with my relationship and any relationship it is not 50-50. It is 100-100. And Ooh. so like like you need yes, to come. Alexa, I need yes. to spend the holidays with your mom so you she should. can get my, my life together. absolutely would love that. We she loves it. Like, oh she God. loves my friend's hour. Well, why is Let's he being selfish? Episode. Well, he's being selfish like because he thinks that he's coming into this relationship. your voice. Right, Mig, is this you? If it's you, you need to leave. I'm well, done. You gotta go. But he what uses, relationship? Did he say the word relationship? He well, said he's, he's dating well, a he's, lot of women. Yes. Well, he's, he's going that into he has this everything dating. he needs. Yes. Clearly, you don't if you're still dating. Right. But he has everything. Look, I need. I have everything I need. I want a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars. If I could go get a million dollars to go hang out with a million dollars, I might. But I don't need it. I right? need a million dollars. He's doing. If, yes, I subscribe do this. to the podcast. I just please. think. Hashtag I think if he's being honest, if he's being honest, as honest with these women that he's dating as he's being with us on the Nobody Sounds Dances like he Here hotline, he sounds like one of those. then how, how is that selfish? No, I mean, I applaud him for calling in and being vulnerable. As yeah, we, he, about we won't read you any more callers. He, Sorry. Needs to, he like attracts like. So if he feels like he's complete and whole, he needs to find someone else who's complete mm-hmm. and whole mm-hmm. and then they can have a pseudo right. uh dating but situation. But are you ever complete and whole? Like right. Well, Isn't that another... the whole purpose of life and living? Like, what else are you bringing to the table? You're bringing together your whole self. Like, that's our ultimate destiny right. as people. Your ultimate destiny is to feel right. Right. self-realization. You feel whole. 
that's when you should start dating. You should start dating when you feel whole. You shouldn't start dating so when you feel like a wreck. probably needs to go within himself to figure out what's... Right. He's same, not whole. Use that same confidence that you brought to that phone call to a date. And right. I think yeah. that it's going to go really well And for maybe you. the dating that he's doing is bringing some self-realization to him that he does not want to yeah. deal with right now. So, he just left sir, a marriage. And you're just sir, guys, this is Dwayne Reed. You guys are hearing all this pain. for toxic masculinity is here for pickup. I need money. Sure. We're trying to get the people to touch their feelings and get and into... And you're only in your 30s. You know. That's not even old. What yeah. do you mean? I'm just 30s. Saying, you guys, you you guys are hearing all this pain. To live. I didn't hear all these... I didn't hear him like lamenting his plight about, oh, it sucks. You could I'm hear it in his voice, he was man. man. Life is so Perfect. hard. I'm just dating Why would you call and talk about, oh, I'm whole and blah, blah, blah. Because he want to know what's the point. He want to know what's the point. And the point is, if it makes you feel good, uh-huh, then do it and just be honest with yourself and with the people and with the people that you Yeah, don't use them. Be honest with them. And sometimes you don't have to be so serious. Like, just do it for the fun of it. Like, we like, like, we're people. We like other people. It's not, it's not always easy being alone. So just, if you feel like you have everything that you need to gain already, then just do it for the hell of it. Have fun. Live a little. Don't and think. be honest. Agree. Be honest. That's be honest. the thing. Just be honest. That is the That's thing. The whole number thing. one be a fuck boy. Be right. Honest. You will feel better do by yourself. Do not be a fuck boy. Yes, we are. We're coming for you in a later episode. <laughs> well, we actually have another caller. Ooh, I can't wait. Okay. This is old. I mean, this is a long message. Let's see. Dear nobody, I am an accomplished woman with a really good job. I made a lot of money um, and I'm doing really well for myself. But this guy keeps trying to date me and talking about he has potential. But he's 41 years old with no real career, no real life. But he wants to date me and says that I'm supposed to believe in his potential, that black women don't believe in the potential of a man. But... we, we always want someone rich and always want someone as successful. Do you think that I should date this person knowing that he really doesn't have a career and he's Bang. 41 years old? Bang. Please help me with the situation. Wow. God, she read well, him for Came Drag him. Okay, Drag you 41 him. and you ain't got it together, Ooh, boo-boo. That's too late. Team too late. I mean, listen, waste my time 2018. Listen, waste his time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have a couple of things. Okay, Alexa, don't hurt anybody's feelings. No, I will not. Absolutely not. I'm not in the business of doing that. I'm a Pisces. Love everybody. Okay. First off, sis, you should not date him because you already have this sort of resentment and <laughs> a built up, yeah. like, kind of like tension towards him and his current situation. So just face level, it doesn't sound like that's the kind of man that you're looking for, and that's totally fine. Two, the statement coming from being, you know, I'm a black woman. I've heard this statement many a times. The black women are intimidating. Black women don't have, you know, the, you know, faith in black men and their potential and things like that. That's not true. I have you know, my personal goals and, you know, have ambition and and, and know what I want to do with my life. And and I would expect a partner to, you know, want the same. Absolutely. That doesn't mean that I don't, you know, I wouldn't celebrate someone who is in a space. He, you know, he could be 40. That's fine. But Mm. if you aren't doing anything to progress, if you aren't bringing any sort of like, you know, addition to my life mm-hmm. in a positive way. Bring it home, sister. I don't think that this will work. No. And like, I say I, as you, sis, it doesn't sound like that's the kind of, you know, person you are. You don't want someone that's going to bring you down. So Or slow you down. Or slow you exactly. down. You deserve or hold more. You down. Stop focusing so much on how I feel about you exactly. and start focusing that same energy on yourself. Yeah. Because it's like, who am I to you? Like, yes, you're romantically interested in me, but I don't that, want you just because I want a man. Same drive into your job applications. Like, we're Ooh, old. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's real talk, though. It's rare when I have to do this. But we gotta turn the music off when Ooh, things like that are real. <laughs> oh my god! Repeat that again, Michelle. Please. It's just like put that same drive and energy into a job application. That's what she should. T- <laughs> 
that you're putting into me <laughs> and you don't even know me. You're romantically interested in me, but like you don't know me. I right. told I, I just feel like the whole time she was talking about potential, it's like unless you're like on the fifth grade chess team, potential is bullshit. Like who yeah. gives a fuck about your potential? Oh my god. It's just time to but do that it. Means, but I time to say do it. The time caller, to do it. The Twenty eighteen has a I like the way that she thinks. I like that she's thinking that he has potential because I don't want to go through this life scorn either. I want to be like, they have potential. They have potential. They're not, they haven't fulfilled their potential right. yet. But it's like, you're on a different level than him. Different. Yeah. But and there's I, also you know, a difference level between up. level up. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between seeing the potential in someone and yeah. someone seeing the potential in themselves. Right. And Absolutely. And you can't I, make she them can't see be that. that for him. And my professional exactly. cheerleader, and I try to root people on and try mm -hmm. to get them to their next, you know, chapter in life. But if they don't see it, if they don't believe it, then yeah. there's nothing you can but do. But who cares if they see it or and believe it? And 41 isn't too late, but it's like, what are you it's not it's too never late. too late. And it's where never are you too living? Late. It's not too late, but it's too late to only be seeing it or believing it. Like you need to be mapping it. Right? Yes, money. You need to be taking that one big goal and making yes. it ten small oh, goals. Absolutely. Yeah, like if you're yeah. not there yet, what are you doing what to are get there? What are your action items? What are yeah. your action items? Yes. Because otherwise, There's nothing yes. less attracted to me as a female than somebody that just has no drive. Because otherwise, ten years from now, you'll be fifty one with potential. Exactly. Yeah. We don't want we don't want one of those. Yeah. Well, good luck, callers. Uh, if you again, if you're interested in hearing what we have to say about your life, call us at nobody forty seven forty seven. That's six six two six three nine forty seven forty seven, and we'll put you on the show if you have a good question. Uh, if you troll me, I will come after you. <laughs> Don't take that lightly. He really will. I really no, will. will. No, honestly. Shy town all day. I might be in New York. Don't get it twisted though. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit more about dating. Dating hot topics. And Michelle came in today talking about something that we had never heard of. Oh, my God. How have you never heard of it? Um, she on. says it has to do with it circles back to the subject of toxic masculinity. It, it circles back. It absolutely does. It doesn't it? all. Everything is a big cycle. The cycle of life. And we're on it here today. <laughs> <laughs> That's that peach vodka. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't even, I'm scared. Like, you you take this over because I. All right. So, all right. So, I feel like since we're already in the theme of gender roles, it's so present in this week's podcast, I wanted to introduce the topic of pegging. And I know that. Okay. I know pegging. that every, what of us know everybody what at this is. table has not heard of it. And you know what? My next thing was going to say, chances are you've heard of it. But if you haven't, this is what it is. It's basically the switch of a gender or, gender or sexual role of like the woman penetrating a man via strap-on, dildo, sex toy, etc., etc. Turn off the podcast. Yeah, this is, sorry, <laughs> mom and dad. It's this not is, me talking. This Goodbye. is a parent. <laughs> I don't know what this means. This is the <laughs> earmuff parent zone. I always go into the earmuff zone. Like I always get nervous. I'm like, where am I? Who's listening to me? my parents so we're in, we're in the trust tree <laughs> my so dad asked me to send him the link to itunes so sorry so this is where we loop around like this is where we loop around from like the toxic masculinity and okay. we're looping into the aspect i'm of scared to ask this but you said yeah. the female is penetrating the male yes with i yeah a strap-on okay. dildo or sex toy <sighs> So and let's the, think about this okay. for a second. The, the gender roles are reversed. So the power role is within the female. Uh -huh. Also, we're in this place where like straight men dabbling in anal sex tends to be this taboo subject. But it's like, is it? It's not. It's like we are listening to society that's telling us like, this, this is taboo, like you can't be interested in it. And it's this one subject where people are denying themselves like this biological need for pleasure. Mm -hmm. Because of like, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> I'm losing everybody. Um, we're just trying to listen and understand. But we're, but it's due to this patriarchal idea of emasculation because right. like you're, like we, we're, we're viewing like um, this idea of anything different, anything that's outside of the gender binary, right. anything that anyone relates to queerness and or bedroom kings right. is inherently wrong. And we need to emancipate ourselves from that idea. And for me, Damn. and for me, 
it is so interesting because it's like if a bi- I mean, I have to say that this song is like. <laughs> I mean, couldn't but, have been better timing. But if we're if we're in this place in time, it's like how are we denying ourselves a a biological need for pleasure against okay, what society Michelle, is going to so tell us? I have a question. Okay, caller line number one. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever pegged someone? Mm. Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she said, of course. I was, and I, and I like, don't even need to ask the other two co-hosts. I'm just gonna. Well, it's like oh, oh make, make, money. make money. No, it's, it's you like, phrase the question a different way. But you, you're in this situation where there's so much communication between you and your partner that it's like this like awakening situation. Right. Like, then the question so is, have closer. you ever participated? Yeah. What? In yeah. the art of pegging. I like that he calls it art. Everything I do is an art form. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's serious. Yes, I have. And it's because it's nice to be the person in power. It's it's That's like a true. feeling. And a lot of studies say that the men that have been on the receiving, the receiving end of this in an intimate situation know more what their female partners want because they're in they're in the position of vulnerability. Uh, so they know that like what it takes to get that climax. That's because men are dumb as hell. It's like... <laughs> Baby, I wish you would be more vulnerable. It's like, well, what are we gonna do then? And that's that's how it that's how it goes. But there's a lot of ways a man can be vulnerable, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. And but it's I, not for everybody. It's truly not for everybody. I don't ever want to push my ideals on anyone else. My thing is that we need to destigmatize the situation that it's like men that like they have like an intense zone in that region that they can experience intense well, it is, I mean Without putting all my business out there, like Put there it is, out there. I'm putting mine out there. And anatomically, a- anatomically, there is a situation. Uh, I'm not, I'm not drunk enough for this. Um, <laughs> there is a situation in the backside where it is a pleasure. It's to, called the G spot. It's a magic yeah, pleasure button. Okay, yes, Michelle. <laughs> so um, rounding this back to toxic masculinity. So the the ideas of toxic masculinity are the ideas of um, we men because of the patriarchy are afraid of this idea of emasculation when it's like you're you're going against what your body biologically says something you might be interested in and it's like yes, who's I in agree. who's in the bedroom with you like your boss isn't there like these people that you're like worried about and and it's not for everybody and it's like a situation where you and your partner can like talk about your needs, wants, desires, reservations amongst the two of you. And it's not for everybody. But if, if it's something that somebody has thought about, it's in their fantasies, they should never be afraid to confide that in their partner. So it's the notion of just continuing to be open and Absolutely. honest. Yes. Yeah. But the hashtag for you, this episode is be honest. But how would you react if your partner said that they were interested in doing this? Me particularly? You both. Because wait, me? I'm obviously down. I know down. you're obviously down, <laughs> but Alexa no, I already said. I'm, I'm already in it right now. I think I'm disqualified because, you know, I'm gay. So <laughs> <laughs> Um I I don't know. I but I can totally see I you would, throwing it down. I'm gonna though. have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Alexa and a say lady. it's a case. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Listen, I told you guys, my parents are listening. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah, you raised a strong daughter. <laughs> I'm taking my she bag. She is strong, my but I'm leaving. I would say it's not something that I would think about unless it. You're you're in there. You're in the moment. Yeah. I mean, like, I it's think case that by case. in every situation, in every relationship. Your personal preferences with your partner are just that. And I don't think that anything in the world, any person, any stigma, any sort of societal construct should be, you know, pushing you away from what it is that you want to, you know, enjoy with your partner. And that's exactly that's exactly why I felt like to bring it up in this episode. As you were talking through it, I think what makes masculinity toxic at times and most of the time that it makes it toxic is when you think of it as I'm 100% masculine or I'm 100% feminine. Yeah, right? Right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Because when you start to think like that, then when you get in that situation where it's like fight or flight, you think, I need to be 100% masculine right now. I need to be the guy that's chesting up, chest out, you know, huffing and puffing, violent guy or whatever, right? Right. Hypothetically. 
in this in this situation, I feel like um, you know people should people should understand it. It's a spectrum, and everybody has yeah. a different comfort level. And I would never judge anybody based on what they do in the bedroom, anyways. Well, you wouldn't judge them until, until you're, you're in, this in the bedroom with them, which is so. If why I'm, I'm in asking, the bedroom with them, then it's like it really be, depends who them is. You always right? have to be like open. if I'm if I'm hanging out with Rihanna and she's like. You know, hey, hey bad boy, this is what I'm about to do to you. You'd be like, okay, okay, Riri. That's a different conversation, <laughs> right? That's a different conversation. Then I'll I have do it for to, the Snapchat. You know, I don't know. Do it for the chat. Uh-uh, don't play her I mean, with and that. Besides, I mean, besides, like, intense, physical, like, totally pleasure aspect of that, it. Meg. Other than that. You walk, I mean, outside of, like, the normal cis, hetero relationship, it's like you have the switch in the gender but roles, the even, sex roles. Even... Just, I like what Meg said. It does depend on who you're with. A thousand because percent. Because even with uh, the person with now, there's things that we do that I would never do. Of course. With any other person. Of course. Well, you, you guys. So I'm never together. getting divorced. I always say good sex. Good sex is always going <laughs> to be like a hurricane. You get like picked up and then you like dropped off at the end. And you're like, what just happened? Yeah. Like, what, it's so disorienting. But I like, just like there's enough. There's enough going. Like I'm a straight male. I, I would consider myself a very straight male. You're very there's straight. enough going on. There are enough configurations. There are enough options. There are. There is a multitude. There's a whole world of and what we could Latino be doing. Ladies. Of what yes, we could be doing Latino. before we. Before we get to what Michelle's talking about, we have like years that we could spend figuring out some other shit. Not yeah. if you're with Rihanna. Because I could totally see Rihanna doing that to Drake. Well, like I said, I if mean, it was basically, Rihanna. Well. Basically, to wrap it up, pun intended, you know? You... <laughs> You always want to be with a partner that's going to listen to you and is going to care about the things that you say. And if not, then you don't want to be with that person emotionally, sexually, like... So if you if all this, about that communication and is, that honesty, if this is a quote unquote avenue that you want to go down and you want to explore, it's more like a my best piece of advice is to just bring it up with your partner. What is her desires? What does she want? And then as long as you explore this route consensually and it's like a trust basis, I'm telling you, like the, the more, you know, things that you explore with your partner, the better the better it's going to be, the more you're going to connect like spiritually, emotionally. It's going to be fun. This so for true. anyone out Don't there. Don't suppress it if you want to do something. Express it. If, <laughs> look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like, <laughs> Don't suppress it. Express it. Right. It sounds like an Bend over. quote or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, this has been a delight. Yeah. First time. It's with fun. the three of you. First Episode Back for the, the first time. I really first episode really in five years. Wow. wow. Bringing it home. Sorry, folks. I had life. Listen, hashtag life. And I had to order all this equipment from Amazon. Ooh. Thank you, Amazon. I mean, shout Thank out Amazon Prime. I know. Man. I mean, Toys R Us, RIP, but the better person won. Um, <laughs> any final words? Anything you guys want to get off your chest? Before I shut this down, well, I think we were gonna. Can you talk into your mic, Alexa? Oh, sorry. Oh my God, I'm sorry. You know, I'm just so excited. What happened to the signal? Looking at all these beautiful people. (laughs) We had a signal. We had a signal, guys. He just yelled at me. (laughs) She was looking. He didn't give me the signal. We had a signal exactly (laughs) so that he wouldn't have to yell at anybody, and he ended up yelling at somebody. I mean, I think we just wanted to give a couple, you know, parting words for everyone going into a new week. New Um, week, yeah. I know personally, I mean, a couple of us have had a conversation about how tough our weeks were this week. But I would just say, because I, you know, hashtag spiritual girl. Um, I thought it was hashtag Bayhive. I mean, I have a lot of hashtags associated with my name, so. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. You're, you're not it's one or the other, you know? Yeah. We're all about the multi-dimensions. <laughs> yes. Um, I would just say one thing that has really been, you know, helping me get through is just practicing gratitude, just being grateful yes. for everything because we take for granted the fact that we have simple things like running water. We can wake up with heat in our apartment. We have an apartment. We have food. We have all of our needs met. And, you know, 
there are larger things that obviously we want. We want more money. We want a million dollars, like Nick said earlier. We want a lot of dollars. things. You know, we got student loans. We got bills. Coming we have up things. Yeah, if you guys like soon. what we have yep. to say, please donate a million dollars. Yes. I, yeah. no, I you will can not go, deny you. You can go to the Nobody Dances Here website, yeah. nobodydances.com, and donate money. And if so you want to, like, yeah. To keep, you know, us fed. Because you like you know, the tagging segment. That Trump. Uh, We're not going to be fake about it. We'll take your money. Is the, peach, the peach vodka is easy not cheap yes yeah i mean also i think it, just like alexa said this is like it, it, it has it seems like it's been a hard week but i will say that it's women's history worse. month no. but it's also take that with the spring equinox we gained an extra hour another hour at daylight these are things that i hold on to dearly things that i like to go into the spring with is just clean not only clearing my physical tangible tangible space is that like i want to clear my mindset and with that i like to get everything in my life in order i just like i like this time this equinox time to be like a purge like out with the old in with the new like this is like the most important time of the year to find out what is not serving you anymore like this is your time and like if if that means it's a toxic relationship intimate friendship platonic like if it's space in your apartment like something you've wanted to throw out you know you need to have that stoop sale whatever you need to do like clear out your space it's going to clear out your mind detoxify your body another um health regimen i've been doing recently is the bentonite clay mask it's completely detoxifying it's like volcanic ash it's amazing you can put it on your face i've been wanting to try that i keep forgetting oh it's amazing you mix it with a little apple cider vinegar a little bit of water we should Um, totally do masks next time we are gonna yeah we should do an episode of self-care and just self-care while we're on the mics love it Maybe this you're not invited though. Wow. Because you're no, going to bring that's, toxic masculinity. Totally that's heterophobic <laughs> right there. Oh, ooh. He ooh, 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 big though. words. I mean, I'm really, let's people. just stop focusing on the things we don't have. Focus on the things that we do. Let's go into. And the things that you don't want anymore. Exactly. Get rid of them. But also, after I just shaded Meg, yeah. Meg needs to talk. My yeah. final thought, my parting thought <laughs> is stay positive. Uh-huh. Be true Posse. to yourself. Yes. Be yes. true to your family. Are you about yes. to freestyle? Be true to your people. You know, I think yes. you're the Latino comment. The and write down, <laughs> write down your goals. <laughs> think about, think about the upcoming five years. What's your big goal? And what's the get Trump? And what's the, the fuck 20, out of the White House? What's your Trump? What's your big goal? And what's the twenty small goals that are going to get you there? And just do it. That's and don't powerful. tell, any, don't let anybody tell you, you can't do it because Unless you it's actually me, can. Because I'm that friend that will tell you, you can't do it. It's no. true. We will. I've talked. People. Don't listen to Quentin. You I can do it. I've talked people Thank out of making money. terrible mistakes. Anyway, our new theme song was produced and created by Tommy Hartsfield of Chicago. Chicago. Chi hey. Town. Hey. You can follow his SoundCloud at Tom Hartz Chicago. That's T O M H A R T S Chicago. Okay. Uh, the vocals are from my friend Vinny Alfano. And you don't the know anybody singy, the singing is from Yuji. So if you've been following hey. the podcast, Yuji has been on the show multiple times and she jumped Go, for the Go, chance Yuji. to Go, Yuji. her sexy voice. She's a doctor now, which is a completely different topic. We'll talk about that in another show. Um, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you Thank guys you. starting Thank this you. new chapter with me. I had a lot of fun. Um, this is amazing. Next week, I'm going to have three new people for you to meet. I'm excited. And then you'll just keep on doing this every freaking week until we're gonna be here yeah. you get tired of us call in which your questions which you'll never do cause call in lit. with your questions so uh, you can share this if you love us but also make sure you subscribe on iTunes we're on Google Play we're on SoundCloud and as of this past Friday we're on Spotify I don't know. Like, I tried to do it. They're like, uh, you haven't had a podcast in five years, so we don't think this is going to work. And then I got an email from Spotify. It's like, welcome to our family. Hello. Thank you. Yes. All right. And the so student loans they paid, need us. honey. Nobody Spotify needs us. here on the, roar, right. on the run tour. Uh, so for more information, yeah. please visit our website at nobodydanceshere.com and have a fantastic week. Thanks, yes. guys. Mwah. Peace.